bones. Lord, breathe in us new life. We want you to blow, 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 blow. Mighty breath of life. Move yes, to love you. Bible. 
He's always made the first move to come towards you. He's always made the first yes. move to touch you. And, and, and there's just been moments in my life where before I ever gave my life to him, he was always moving and he was always loving. I think that when there is, uh, I think when we ask people, like, tell me your story, you know, yeah. tell me your walk, they always go to when they were saved. Right. They always go to, well, I got saved when I was this age. And that's not the truth because that's not where it started. There has to come, like, I feel like there's a point in your life where you become mature enough in seeing where the Lord was moving in your life before you ever gave your life to him. Yeah, I feel like there's this, there's this like, and I'll tell this story, it's a, it's a funny one, um, but there's this like, you have to be able to look back and see the Lord touching your life before you realize that he was touching your life. Yeah, so good. And, um, and there's this funny, it's actually pretty funny, I remember I was not living for Jesus, I was crazy, wild, <laughs> you know, whatever you want to say. But I was not living for Jesus. And but I remember one day there was this guy at our church. His name was Mr. Eddie. Mr. Eddie, we love you. Yes. Woo, we miss we you. Miss Yolanda. And we care about you. Yes. And you miss Yolanda. All the babies. Well, they're not babies anymore. They're grown. Right. <laughs> but they were babies when we knew them right. a while ago. But yeah. So we love you and we thank you. But I remember I lived very, very far from the church, and they wanted me to come to this event. We were having a guest speaker. And again, I was not a Christian, and um, I got a call from Mr. Eddie. Mr. Eddie said, I'm on my way to pick you up. We have this event. I said, okay. Now, considering how far of a drive it is, um, I thought, you know, it would take him at least 45 minutes to get to me. And like normal, I, I really used to love, it's kind of doing though, but... I really used to love the the Roman ramen noodles. Okay. Yeah, you know, the American version, not the amazing original, you know, <laughs> Japanese version, but the American ramen noodles. And I remember making some noodles, and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna eat this. I'll just put, you know, my my cheese on it and my all my seasonings and doctored it up." And I remember I was like, "I'm gonna eat this," and then by the time I get done, right, he's gonna he's gonna be here. While I'm eating. I hear a honk, like from the van, because he arrived early somehow, and it startled me, and I don't know how it happened, y'all. I've never heard of anybody ever saying this before, and might be more frequently, but somehow, I got a ball of ramen noodles. Instead of it going down the throat, it went up the throat into my nasal cavities. It literally filled my nasal cavity, and I could not breathe at all. I mean, like, no, I couldn't. Like, I remember being at the service, sitting in the chair like that, <laughs> like staggered breath. I literally felt like I was going to die that night because I, I couldn't breathe. I had never been, like, so scared in my life. And the whole service, and I think it was like a miracles and power <laughs> and, you know, all those kind of services, and... And, I, and through the whole service, everybody got laid hands on but me. Everybody got prayed for but me. And it was just like nothing, nothing was happening. So uh, my Aunt Carol looks at me. She's like, what's wrong with you? I tell her what happened. And she's like, okay, nothing happens, which, you know, of, of course. I think everybody maybe just thought, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. But um, we, we get up. 
And as we are walking out the door, um, my father, who is the pastor of the church, he came up to me as we're walking out. I'm like, and I'm so like, I feel like I'm legit dying. I'm not even walking really. I'm like just walking along the wall because I think from not breathing, I had no energy to really walk. So I'm like clinging to the wall to get out the door. And, uh, and as we're walking, I'm just about to hit the door. And he walks up, and my father walks up and says, what's wrong? And, um, and we tell him what happened. And as he puts his hand up, before he ever touched me, this is so crazy, I feel a drop in my throat. Before it even, before he ever touches me to pray for me, I don't even know if he truly said Jesus yet. <laughs> but as soon as he puts his hand up to touch me, I feel a drop out of my nasal cavity, and I hurry up, and I run. I don't know where I got strength from, <laughs> but I run to the bathroom, and I'm not lying, y'all. A ball of ramen noodles, snot, boogers, that big. I was literally going to die. And I think, how amazing is that? Now, what's worse is I didn't give my life to the Lord. Don't know what happened there. <laughs> I went back, and I think I went back home and ate more noodles. <laughs> Don't know what happened there, you know? And it just, it just like, crazy. So, but it's like, to look back then, when I hadn't given him, when I haven't given my life to him, but he was still involved so in our lives. Yeah. We don't think about it, but he is so involved in, in our lives. If you are watching this, or if you are listening to this, and you do not serve God, you don't love God, you don't have a relationship relationship with God, trust me when I say this. He's moving around you all the time. Yeah. He is speaking to you all the time. You may not understand it yet because you're so fixated on your flesh and your desires and, and fulfilling the desires of your soul. But trust me, yeah. he is always moving. He's always doing something. He is always yes. touching your life. A lot of times we like to give the credit to other things when they really belong to the one who first loved you. Yes, yeah, so good. Woo. We, we have been, I feel the Lord on that. Yeah. We've been giving credit to things in our lives Ooh. because of our lack of knowledge to other things, yeah. but it really belonged to the one who loved you first. Yes. Yeah, so good. I just feel that. Yeah, it's so powerful. Yeah, it's so I good. feel that. Yeah. So if you are listening... Give your life to the Lord. Don't be like me and wait till later. This is the moment. Give your life yes. to Jesus. It will change Jesus. you forever. It will change you forever. Ooh. Yes. Jesus. Ooh. He's calling him. I can feel Ooh. it. There is a calling. I feel a, I feel a stirring in me. Yes. That if you don't know him. Yes. Ooh, Jesus. Trust me. He is moving in yes. your life. Yes. He's moving in your life. Ooh, Jesus. So good. <laughs> it's so funny. The other day we were praying and, and uh, we were talking and I'm like, we're, we sound like a bunch of owls in here. Woo. Woo. <laughs> but I'm telling you guys, it's something when it hits your spirit because God is a living and he's alive. Yeah. And when you're alive in him, you can feel him yeah. throughout your whole entire being. Ooh. And it's like your spirit is crying out back to your father. 
Like Michael said, before you knew anything or even heard the name of Jesus, he was calling your name. He's been calling your name. Yeah. You, you don't even know. You're not aware of it. But now, like Michael said, take a moment. We invite you to take a moment and think about all the times the Lord has saved you. All the times in your life where things happened and you're like, how did that happen? Why was I saved from that car accident? Why was I saved when I should have when I should have died? Yeah. All of those moments where you had dreams where you were like, that was a weird dream, but Jesus came to you in a dream or an angel or somebody came to you in a dream and was talking to you about Jesus. We just want you to know that is the Lord. And his heart's desire yes. is to know you and for you to know him. Yes. So good. So good. I just feel sure to, feel sure to just share one thing yes. before you go. Um, uh, I have these encounters where the Lord will, will allow me to appear into heaven. And I, I don't want to go over uh, the whole part. But I just want to share this one part. Uh, I, I'm, I'm appearing into heaven. And I see people trying to get into heaven. And, and this is so crazy. I saw Jesus screaming. Uh, uh, I don't even know how to say it. But I saw him not screaming like, like fearful. But, uh, but like frantic. I saw him screaming frantically. Because there were people that were being denied. Because they didn't understand what was even happening. They didn't even know where they were at. They didn't understand heaven. They didn't understand Jesus. They had no idea what was truly happening to them. And I heard him weep. Will you go and preach? Because there are people who don't know what it even looks like to visit heaven before they go to hell. There are people who, won't, who don't even know the process. They don't even know there was one who died on their sins. It seems crazy because America has a church on every street corner. But there are still people in other nations as well as this one who do not know him at all. I remember there was times when I would go out with my cousin Siobhan and we would go out evangelizing and I remember running into people at Walmart having no idea who Jesus was they had no idea no idea so listen to me there are people who have no idea who he is that's why they're giving credit to other things because they don't know that there was somebody else who deserved the credit who deserved that, that place that right listen to me Preach the gospel. Yes. Share his name. Because there are people who are dying and have no idea where they're going afterward. Yeah, you want to sustain the fire? Share the gospel. Ooh, you're wondering why you're burning out? You wonder why you feel dry? When's the last time you told somebody... The one who saved you and what he's done for you. Yes. You want to sustain the fire? Talk about the fire. Live in the fire. Woo! We find ourselves dry. We find ourselves wondering where is God? Where Woo! has he dropped us? Where is he at? And he is Woo! looking down. He said, I'm Woo! right here. I'm right here and I never left. And I'm never going anywhere. I will always be with you. The Bible says yes. even if you make your bed in Sheol, even if you make your bed in hell, behold, I am there. If you feel like right now I have not sustained.
This is your call to rise up and to call on the name of the Lord. Don't be lackadaisical. Don't be lackadaisical in your position with your heart, but cry out to him. Ask him, Lord, once again, baptize me with fire. Once again, baptize my heart with a desire to know you, Jesus. To know you, Lord. This is how we sustain the fire. It is a hunger. It is an, an understanding of our total dependence on the one who, who loves us. On yes. the one who has provided everything. The one who yes. has everything in his hands that is available for our needs. Yes. That, that is a point that changed my yes. life. Is me understanding that I could not do this thing on my own. That it's not about the works. It's not about works. It's not about how much I can pray, how much I can fast, what I can do for the Father. It's me coming before Him and saying, Father, I need you yes. today or I won't make it. I won't be a good person. I won't be loving. I won't be patient with my children, but I will act in my flesh. The only way we can operate in the spirit is through the spirit, not through our flesh. We sustain a fiery walk through walking in the spirit. Love Ooh. is supernatural. Yes. You think you can love your neighbor without the Father, without Jesus? You won't be able to. Love is a supernatural thing. Love is the fulfillment Ooh. of the law. Love is the only way we're going to get through this thing. The only way yes. we're going to be able to operate, we've got to operate in the Spirit. How we sustain that is through the Spirit, through every single gift. All of them are yes. only done in the supernatural, not the natural. We won't operate with long-suffering without the Spirit. That's why we can see somebody can betray yes. us. And we aren't suffering much long when somebody betrays us. We're ready to get back at them. Yeah. We're ready to backstab them because we aren't sustaining long-suffering. Because we aren't abiding Ooh. in the Spirit. So good. <laughs> I could keep going, but I didn't want to take over the whole thing. But it's so, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. This is how we sustain. Yeah. We sustain. We sustain walking in the Spirit. Yeah. We've got to abide. Yes. We've got to abide and remain. We've got to... We've got to abide and remain. So we just say, Lord, draw us. Yes. Draw us so close yes. that we start abiding. Yes. Ooh, Jesus. Draw us so close that the Spirit would mortify our deeds of the yes. flesh. Draw us so close, Holy Spirit. Draw us, draw us, draw us. I think, uh, 
I think another thing that will sustain you yeah. is not just understanding that He loved you first. Yeah. It's not just abiding, and it's not just going, but it's keeping an open ear. Yeah, that's good. A lot of times, and I think Olivia has talked about this before, a lot of times we don't keep the position yeah. of receiving. We don't keep that position. We have to open up our hearts yeah, so and have the ability to receive in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, um, I have my phone with me <laughs> for um, a few notes. Um, but like Michael was saying, when we were praying before this, I heard the Father speak to me and just simply say, it's sustaining proximity. How we do this, we, uh, we sustain our proximity yeah. by going before the Father, yes. by laying down at His feet, by worship, by prayer, by abiding by spending time with our fellow brothers and sisters. Yes. We have to sustain proximity with the Father. Like we were saying, when we're, when we're not walking in the Spirit, the proximity gets further and yeah. further and further and further away. And we're wondering why it seems like He's so far. Yeah. It's not that He's so far. It's that we're not walking in the way that He's walking. If He's going straight and we, and we stop moving... We feel like, why is God so far away yeah. when he's not really f far away? Yeah. We're just not walking anymore. It mm -hmm. says walk in the spirit. We must have a movement. We must move and sustaining that proximity yes. is how we're going to remain abiding. If Michael starts walking and he's walking fast and I want to catch up, I've got to start walking fast. If Michael starts moving slow, and, he's, and, and then I must move slow yeah. if I want to remain in the same proximity. We know that Paul the Apostle, it says we know even his shadow healed people. All they had to do was get in proximity of Paul the Apostle and be healed. Just like Jesus, when Jesus was walking, the crowds were gathering. And the woman with the issue of blood yes. just had to get in the proximity to grab the hem of the yes. garment to be totally, Ooh, completely Jesus. healed. It's all yeah. about proximity. Yeah. If you feel far away, run towards the cross. Yes. Bow your feet in humility. Cry out to the Father, for He longs to draw you near to Him. He says, draw near to me, and I will draw near unto you. Call unto me, all you are heavy laden, and burden and I will give you rest if you're not feeling rest you're probably not calling yes. and you're probably not remaining you have to remain you have to keep your peace you have to fight for your peace this is a spiritual thing this is not an earthly matter your brother your sister your wife your friend arguing all chaos all of these things that are happening in the world you don't feel peace because you're you have to remain you have to remain and abide in that place of close proximity. It's close proximity that's going to keep us and sustain yeah. us in our walk with the Lord. Yeah, definitely. And I think, too, staying close will conquer the dominion over what sin you've been experiencing. Yeah, so good. Staying close to Him 
if you struggle with something that is ruling over you, the position changes when you get closer to the Lord. Yes. So the, the closer and closer you get, and we've talked about this, the closer and closer you get, the position of dominion and the ability to rule exchanges yes. from your sin to yourself. Yeah, so good. So if you're struggling with whatever, unbelief, the closer and closer yeah, you get, so it's, it's, it's impossible not to get close to him and not believe. Yeah, and so you good. begin to conquer that doubt and unbelief so just by getting closer to him. Yeah, just so by good. getting closer to him. Because sin will not rule over you. That's and right. it won't have dominion over you. That's right. All you have to do is get close and you'll realize you've been given the power to rule over it. You'll realize yes. you've been given the power to rule over that sin, yes, over so that good. doubt, over that disbelief. He will give you the power to rule over it. Yeah, that's so good. He will give you the power to rule over it. Yeah, that's so good. This week we were, um, I've been talking to some ladies. And um, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people, we go through different things of, of where we have different circumstances in our life where we feel like our voice has been taken. Yeah. And we feel like we can't rule over what has happened to us. You know, the victim mentality and it's not even that we realize that we're playing that role but because maybe we've been molested maybe our father or our mother degraded us and talked down to us and didn't value us Jesus. maybe our friends betrayed us maybe our, our our relationships with with boyfriends and girlfriends they treated us less than what the lord calls us to be treated as and we feel like as if our voice have been taken but like michael said the lord spoke to me the other day and he said Olivia, I've given you the power to rule over it. You can rule over it. It is your voice and nobody Ooh, can take Jesus. your voice from you. You decide to open your mouth or to close it. Nobody can take your voice. And I know we live in the age of everybody having an opinion, but I am all for those who feel like they have no voice to rise up and to speak, especially when the Lord has given you a voice to speak. So this is a call for all of those who feel like they don't have a voice to speak. Yes. You have the authority to speak. Open up your mouth for the yes. gospel and for the Lord and for your family and for injustice. Rise up and speak and declare the truth over Ooh, lies Jesus. in your life. You yes. have the authority. That is the great power of the gospel of Jesus that before Ooh. in the old covenant we didn't have the power to rule over sin we were subjected to this flesh but now through the death and resurrection of our living savior we have the power and the authority to rule over every sin in our life if you're struggling with anger when that thing rises up you cast Ooh. it out in the name of Jesus, Jesus. and say I am kind and patient. I am kind and patient and I'm ruling over anger for nothing in me shall have dominion over me but the only thing that rules inside of me is the Holy Spirit. That is the ruler in me and I have been so so burning with this message of ruling over sin and ruling 
ruling over circumstances. We were called to rule. And as Michael said before, we didn't understand. But the closer you walk with the Lord, you understand the dominion that's given to you. And the authority that is given to you. And you can say, I don't accept what was put on the table for me to eat. Though poverty was handed down through my family and the generations, I won't eat of poverty. I won't sit at the table with poverty and with those who are mourning about their lives and complaining. I will get up from that table and I will walk in, in, in faith and speak and work till I see my circumstances change by the power of God. For we are called to rule over situations and sins and issues and problems. We are called and we have the authority in yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. The Bible says, whew, the Bible says that I am a jealous God. Yes. Why should anything but me have authority to rule yes. over you? Why should anything or anyone but me have dominion yes. over you. It's not according to the design of which so you are created. I, it's, there's this thing that's been coming out of me that Ooh. he has come to take his place Ooh. as the rightful king yes. of your life, over your life. No one or nothing Ooh. should have dominion over you yes. but the one who first loved you, but the one who first knew you. Yes. I even feel this call for, for Christians that may operate in this laziness. Ooh, for Christians who sit back and don't do anything. You're letting it have dominion over you. Yes. You're letting it rule you. You're letting it keep you from what he's calling you to do. And I say right now, in the, in the name of Jesus Christ, yes. that that lazy spirit would come out right yes. now in the name of Jesus. Yes. I speak an exchange of positions that you would have dominion. Yes. That you would have dominion. Yes. That you would have dominion. That you would have dominion. Jesus. He says in the Bible that he is now both Lord and Christ. Paul the Apostle is preaching. Yeah. And he says to, to them in Acts 2, this Jesus is now both Lord and Christ. He is Lord. He has the lording ability over every sin. And he has given us that authority under him. We are hidden in Christ. Yes. And with that same authority, we are called to rule over situations. We are called to rule. This is our position in Christ. We are positioned, and as the closer we are, abiding and remaining, yeah. and he can speak to our heart and say, Olivia, rule over it. Yeah. And, I, and I simply say, oh, I'll rule over it. I'll rule over it through your power and through your blood. Not through my ability, not through my works, but I can rule over it through yes. what you have done. This is yes. an easy thing. This is an easy thing for us to do. We don't have to, we don't have to work for this. It was given to us 
as sons and daughters. The Bible says we're no longer slaves. Yeah. We're not slaves to sin. We are now sons. And yeah. if we are sons, we have authority as a son. Yes. And it goes back to what Michael says in the scripture. What manner of love is this? That we should be called the sons of God. It all is rooted in love. When you know you are loved. The Bible says perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. And you don't have to be tormented by your sins. Where you feel like I can't get close to God because I've sinned. Confess it. And his blood will cover it. And the Bible says if your heart does not condemn you, then you have confidence towards God. And you know that anything you ask, you shall receive. Ooh, this is 1 John. This is 1 John. If you know anything you ask, you shall receive because you obey my commandments. And I abide in you. And you abide in me. Whatever you ask, you shall receive it. When we are abiding, when we have this confidence, because we know everything is covered by his blood. This is the confidence we have, that we've been made right, the righteousness in Christ Jesus. Yes. It's not our righteousness. It's not our robes we put on. Yes. We ripped off our robes of flesh, and we coated ourselves. We put on the robe of righteousness, which gives us the power. Ooh. To be sons and to have authority and to abide in closeness Ooh, with him. You, this is the reason. We know it. You know it. The veil was torn for the closeness to come. Separation was defeated. Separation was defeated. Now we can abide. Now we can remain. Because the separation, the veil was torn. To give us the ability to remain. Thank you, Father. Thank you. So let's just pray a quick prayer. Yes. Wherever you are, in your car, at home, just pray this. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Yes, you're welcome. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. You're welcome. Ooh, have your way, Holy Spirit. Have I give you my life. I give you my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. So yes, yeah. we're so glad that you just received the Lord. Yes. We're so glad that you received the word. We believe by faith that this yes, word Jesus. is meeting you where you are. And that you feel encouraged by this to Ooh. know that you can do it. If we can do it, you can do it. Anybody yes. can do it. The Lord said this is a free gift for all. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for watching. Ooh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Support, like, comment, follow, yeah. share. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you guys on episode two. Thine I try, bones, Lord, breathe in us new life. 
We want you to blow, 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 mighty breath of God. We want you.